0: And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So, I just found out that we have a new ruler on who is racist and who isn't. I know, rapper Lil Durk is now the person in charge. He decides whether you're racist or not. Now, rapper Lil Durk has said that Morgan Wallen, remember him? He was one of the top 10 people on Google's most Googled people in the U.S. this year, or this past year, 2021, uh, because of his racist uh, calling his homeboy the N-word as uh, they were drunk and outside. But rapper Lil Durk has decided that, hey, Morgan Wallen isn't canceled, okay? Okay. Uh, He's a friend of mine. Sure, he used the N-word. So, sure, he faced massive backlash. But he still was recording stuff and doing everything. It was just, I don't know that he really, that really hurt him that much. But, uh, people, you know, started pulling the plug on uh, Morgan. But, nah, he ain't no racist. That's my boy, according to Lil Dirk. So there you go. We're good. Morgan Wallen is not racist. And if you think you're racist, contact Lil Dirk and he'll decide whether you're racist or not. And that's the way it goes. So good news. Lil Dirk is the keeper of who is racist and who isn't. Can we get Lil Dirk on the phone? Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, so I'm reading this story about Siegfried and Roy. Remember them? Not Roy. It's not Siegfried and Roy. It wasn't Siegfried and Royd. Although, uh, anyway, so uh, you remember them. They're both dead now, sadly. They've both passed away. I know. Dry your eyes. So apparently there's a Apple TV Plus podcast coming out called Wild Things. Siegfried and Roy premieres next week with uh and it, they're talking about the tragic night now you remember you know way back in 2003 when Roy was attacked by his tiger right well apparently there's conspiracy theories around this and they think that it could possibly have not been an accident the way that this the way that it happened really strange and this whole story goes into it's going to be I, I'm kind of excited to watch it be worth worth watching maybe after the first you know 10 or 15 minutes I'll be done with Siegfried and Roy cuz they were like the beginning of they started the new vegas I mean they were the ones that uh, you know brought on they brought the big show to Vegas with the animals and magicians and magic it was really funny now one of the things that it talks about that night and I was I didn't realize how really bad it was they and he had been injured with animals before, but he, you know, they had been worked with animals for forever now. And the, at the night, it was the day after his birthday, and they had partied and partied and partied. so they're wondering if he smelled different, if his breath was different. There was there were people in the audience. They brought in all kinds of investigators and and uh, terror uh, investigators to figure out if this was a, a you know an actual uh murder uh, other or just an accident and so far it's been just you know an accident all the parties involved are dead now the tiger's gone siegfried and roy is gone but uh anyway they talked about that night so uh the cat the night of the incident Manicor that's the tiger missed his mark on stage, stepped toward the front row and became confused as horn pulled him back. The tiger grabbed horn's arm in his mouth horn swatted his microphone on the tiger's head, executing a secondary command of obey, which was release, And the tiger did and then placed the paw on horn's foot. So he released the bite on his arm but he stepped his paw on horn's foot horn tripped backward and the tiger loomed over him so manicure then pounced teeth ripped into horn's neck he was dragged 30 feet off stage unable to breathe and gushing blood stagehands sprayed manicure with a fire extinguisher didn't work Next, they started to beat him with the fire extinguisher. That worked. He finally, he let go. By then, Horn uh, had torn his master's, the jugular vein was torn uh, and missed the main artery. So he was, you know, he was okay. He lived. They rushed him to the hospital and there was a videotape of it, but it's only been seen by a few people. It has not been released to the public. Huh. So it may have been uh, wild animals reverting to them or, oh, it could have been a, a way to murder him. They talked about a lady that had, was different in the crowd that had uh, a big hairdo that could have snuck in some kind of spray. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. The conspiracy theory around the the tiger attack for Siegfried and Roy, but what a life! I mean, these guys had a tremendous life, man. And then uh, when they when they started in Vegas, it was the big thing. I mean, they were pulling in some cash, man. They were one of the first big shows, and they they first started in uh, I think in the article it talks about how they they first started in the the mob. Torn Vegas, one of the mobbed-up joints uh, like the Tropicana and the Stardust. Then at the Frontier, and finally at the Mirage. The Mirage said, "Yeah, come on." They were making, you know, they were making like forty-five, fifty million a year. It's incredible. So they were the. In, in fact, uh, one publisher um, the, of the uh, Las Vegas Advisor said that they were part of flicking the switch from old Vegas. To new uh, just amazing. So anyway, I'm looking forward to this thing I want to see the conspiracy behind it. someone sprayed death to oh, death to Roy spray in the air. It set the tiger off, and he was there to kill Roy. Except it didn't work. It was the day a magician almost died. Well, it is Fat Pile Friday, so welcome to it on Chewing the Fat. Thank you for coming along for the ride today. For those of you listening live, it is the 7th of January, 2022. Wow, January 7th. That means tomorrow is the 8th. Er, Thank you, I can count. Uh, Which means it's, uh, you know, the anniversary of the birth of Elvis Presley, the king, baby. Hello. And David Bowie, we found out. Uh, the other day, as so I was doing the Bowie selling his uh, music collection for, it. they approximated that at two hundred fifty million. You had to pay more for that, David Bowie's collection. Are you kidding me? I mean, he had twenty six. I got to find the story now. He had twenty six. I'm trying to think twenty six. I got to find the story now. Hold on, that I did on Chewing the Fat Wednesday with Pat. Yeah, okay. He had twenty six studio albums. He had one album released posthumously called toy and two studio albums from tin machine, uh, with tracks released as singles from soundtracks and other projects. And they're saying that it could be worth, uh, more than 250 million. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And so when I went down the list of some of the other musicians and bands that are selling their stuff, I mean, if you've got some content, now's the time now is the time man this company murk mercatus hypnosis songs fund limited i don't know where they got their money from unless it's Merck. huh? but uh, they bought the red hot chili peppers music they bought half of neil young's worldwide copyrighted income interest 100 percent of lindsey buckingham's publishing rights Kristen McVie's catalog rights, along with uh, they bought uh, My Favorite and more over the past year. Uh, there, this uh, Sony Entertainment uh, paid uh, th- half a billion for Paul Simon stuff. Wow. Uh, Dylan got a couple hundred million at least. Tina Turner sold her music rights to BMG. Warner Music bought 300 Entertainment. Which is the label behind? And I mean, I don't have to tell you. I'm just reminding you. Young Thug and Megan the Stallion. I don't know word on Lil Durk, but uh, then Stevie Nicks sold her stuff. 80 percent. She didn't sell it all. She kept 20. 80 percent stake in her catalog for uh, at least a hundred million. I mean, now's the time. So my point was is that David. Bowie's stuff is worth more than two hundred fifty million, right? Because they just paid what's his face? Oh, you know, Dingleberry from Jersey. Springsteen, half a billion. They gave him five hundred million. Come on now, Springsteen is worth more than David Bowie? Mm, maybe. Uh, you can make that argument, I guess. I saw an interview with Billy Joel. I guess I think it was a, he was on. Uh, I think he was on with Stern. And he was, and Stern was talking to him about selling his rights. And he was, and he was, was like, "Ooh, those are like my children." But if somebody came to me with a billion dollars, <laughs> it'd be tough to turn down, right? Yeah, I mean, a, I would say that Billy could get more than a billion for his for his catalog. Oh man, Billy Joel, Elton John. Now you're talking about more than a. I mean, Elton and Billy both, but I mean. What a what a great you know, I saw them both live. It was both tremendous. It was really a great show. Well worth more than a billion. I'll give you that right now. I you know what, I'll give I'll give him a billion right now. Billy call me. We'll work out a deal with Merck, Moradius, Hypnosis Songs Limited Fund. See if they can pull down some Billy Joel money. No problem. <laughs> Oh, I don't even know where I was headed. Oh, I was just welcoming you to the show. Yeah, that's right. It's the 7th of January, 2022. Which means tomorrow's the 8th. It's a happy birthday to the king. Right. That's how I got there. So anyway, remember the lady that we uh talked about that was selling her farts, claiming that uh she was making fifty grand a month. Fifty grand a month for that in jars? I mean, jars, I guess, in today's world are expensive, so you got some overhead and some underhead. Uh, You can go ahead and just write your own jokes. Just stop. But she's been selling her farts, claiming to make 50 grand a month, and she's some kind of Stephanie Motto. She's a reality star, too. I guess I should probably know who she is, but I don't. But uh, sad news for Stephanie. Um, If you were looking for the latest fart jar, from Stephanie. Ooh. Yeah, that one's going to cost you a lot more. Uh, she had to go to the hospital because uh, she th- said that she thought she was having a stroke. Uh, I thought I was having a stroke and these were my final moments. Apparently, doctors have said, uh, you've been eating way too many beans and eggs. And uh, the foods that, uh, that you've been eating are contributing to the gas and they they uh, triggered the symptoms so she needs to slow down so if you uh, <laughs> so the orders are on back order I'm just, I'm just telling you you might want to don't think you're going to get a shipment for a little while of the new jar of farts so don't waste the ones you have if you're a big Stephanie Motto fart purchasing person not real sure why you would do that uh, now nah, you know what i don't want to judge i don't want to judge think how expensive that jar would be all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink we're already talking about entertainment oh yeah there we go baby oh <laughs> so good so i mean there's so much to talk about in the break room so let's just get to it um first are we gonna who died today who died today breaking news today on chewing the fat brand new right now as we are recording this sydney portier dead is it portier porter sydney portier I'm going to make sure I pronounce it right. I don't want to. I know this. It's not Portier. And it's not Porter. It's Sydney. Poitier? Okay. Sure. I mean, I don't. Amorphophallus. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's not it. I'm pretty sure it's not Sydney Amorphophallus. But he was 94. So, congratulations to Sydney for finally passing on I you know what do you say it's sad news he was the first and I love this he's no longer just the first African-American the first black man to win an Oscar no first of all he's not African-American but he is the first black and Bahamian man to win best actor so he was automatically granted U.S. citizenship after being unexpectedly born in Miami while his parents were visiting in 1927, so he's an anchor baby. He's one of the first. <laughs> <laughs> so he grew up in the Bahamas, moved to, to Amer- moved to America when he was 15, and then uh, you know, then he was you know, in his guess who's coming to dinner and. In the Heat of the Night, Lilies of the Field. They called me... What was his name again? Mr. Tibbs? Yeah, yeah, they called me Mr. Tibbs. Cindy Porter, dead at 94. <laughs> oh, yeah, and somebody else died, too, yesterday. Uh, Peter Porter. <laughs> Amorphophallus. Peter Bogdanovich, or Peter Porter as we lovingly call him. He passed away, too. He was 82. I mean, you remember him from The Sopranos. And the same stuff that I said about Peter, as, as, as or Portier or whatever his name is, Sydney. Same stuff I said about him. That's the same stuff that Bogdanovich gets, to. I not know, same thing. It's an Oscar winner. Okay. I remember him in The Sopranos. He got to play a... You know, a psychiatrist guy on The Sopranos, so it was worth the watch. Anyway, sad news. Apparently, he uh, passed away with complications to Parkinson's disease. That's just such a horrible disease. I I don't wish that on anyone. I really don't. I, I know, but I'm confused at I guess complications from Parkinson's. I don't know what that. Okay, I want to make a joke. But then I don't want to make the joke, because anybody that say, don't you know Parkinson's disease is the terrible? I know, but what are the complications? I mean, other than just shaking. Don't look at me like that, just stop. So back to Sydney Porter for a second. I mean, the guy married twice. He's got six children, eight grandchildren, three great-grandchildren. He married twice the first time to Juanita Hardy for five years after his affair. He had a big, long nine-year affair with singer Diane Carroll. And then he married Canadian actor Joanna Shimkus in 1976. They stayed together for the remainder of his life. But I, he served, I didn't. I forgot about this, he served as a diplomat. In 1997. So I guess it was just a diplomat for a year. Uh, he was named ambassador. Of the Bahamas. To Japan. Oh no he was there for 10 years. 2007. He was there for 10 years. Uh, okay. So what happened then in 2007. He was probably done with it. That's a It's a grueling job. To be the ambassador of. Of the Bahamas to Japan. That's a a tough gig. By 2007, he was just beat and worn down. (laughs) All right, just stop. All right, just move on. We're in the break room. Kanye West and uh, Billie Eilish are going to headline the 2022 Coachella Festival in april in indio california (laughs) that's something to look forward to there huh uh and uh california the health officials are saying now that the super bowl will remain in los angeles yeah they were not going to give it up to dallas man they don't they they don't people they'll they'll be okay with people actually dying to keep the super bowl in la and so at sofi i mean no they well yeah no problem let's move it to dallas Oh, you guys want to shut down for COVID? No problem. We'll move it to Dallas. Uh, uh, no, we're fine. We'll just block out. SoFi will be his own country for Super Bowl week. I can guarantee you that. No way they give that up. But I'm all for it. Uh, the NFL should just say, look, if you're gonna if you're gonna hose us like that and make you know put restrictions on us, we'll go to Dallas. We'll take it to AT and T. You could go back to Florida too. Tampa, take it again too. That would be awesome. And uh, just that we were talking about uh, people, you know, buying stuff up. The New York Times just bought the news sports subscription. The sports, I guess it's sports news subscription. uh, The Athletic, $550 million. Okay. Congratulations. That's great. Love that. And uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can always email chewing the fat at theblaze.com i was going through uh, the emails last night and i ran across an email from jeremy who uh, a little ticked off at me and I'm like jeremy what you know calm down bro i mean that's what i emailed him back calm down bruh. uh yellowstone was underwhelming because one person died i'll grant you it should have been two hours but Jimmy bringing the fiance into the bunkhouse and the wedding was priceless. I didn't like the Casey ending, but you know, wishes whiny wife had a bit in the last season. <laughs> <laughs> Casey's whiny wife is part of the indigenous people that are out of Yellowstone. Okay, So back off. All right, And you are right, though. I will give you that. I'll give you that the scene when Jimmy brought the new woman to the bunkhouse and the old woman was there was awesome and it was a great fight scene no question about that it was awesome uh, so I, I agree there the wedding eh, 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 eh. but you know I, I still it was underwhelming i'm with you can email me all you want i wanted more okay I wanted more, but thanks for emailing. You can follow me on Twitter, at JeffyJFR, message me there. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio, message me there. You can follow me on Getter, at JeffyJFR, message me there. You know, now I'm not going to say that. Follow me on Getter, at JeffyJFR, would you? I'm just, I was going to say something mean and I just, that's not like me right now. So I think I need to talk to someone from Big Farm. I want to talk to someone from Big Farm because I watched a video last night from John Deere, and I'm a you know huge John Deere fan, and uh, you know I mean tractor. Hello, I think that was my first word. I don't know if I've ever talked about that before, but that I I, I was raised on a farm. Tractor was my first word, and uh, you know John Deere was the tractor man. I mean I rode on John Deere's all my life, so I'm watching this John Deere uh, new tractor that operates in the field without an operator in the cab. Now there was there's plenty of tractors that you can put in autonomous mode, but you're there. You're still behind the wheel. Now, John Deere's got their tractors where you don't have to be there. It's just app run. It's got the cameras all around it. You can till. They've got I don't know how many, I'm not sure how many implements they can you can use now, but for sure you can till and Probably do some minor harvesting, although you probably need a human with the harvesting. But the farmers were talking about, uh, you know, the one guy was, you know, talking about how cool it was when he's in partnership with John Deere using their stuff for, yeah, yeah, we'll partner up, no problem. Uh, I thought that you could still, I guess the tractors I was thinking of were the ones that you, you know, you can satellite hook up with them so that they will plow you can map out your field and they will plow that field the way it's supposed to be perfectly okay as you know maybe drunken farmer joe doesn't quite cut the corner right but uh i want to talk to someone from big farm i want to know how how that would work because they're selling it as well we're not i mean farmers are struggling to find workers and so we're not we're not go trying to lose you know workers and go against people. We just want the farmers to be able to farm, and get out there. And the farmers like, yeah, I got other stuff to do. <laughs> I can till my field, and you know I can be home with Mary, taking care of a little farmer business, and look at the old app and make sure the John Deere is out tilling the field. I mean, okay. Or you could be next door, you know, the farm over. You know, the days of, yeah, you could see him out in the field on the tractor because the tractor's running back there on the back 40. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Farmer John is not on the tractor anymore. He's next door. (laughs) Anyway, I want to talk to Big Farm. I want to find out what's going on in big farm and make sure that this is right. Because John Deere just settled their, you know, their union deal, so they're busy pumping out new stuff. But I'm a, I think I'm a fan. I think I'm a fan. But I, it's going to be expensive, right? So, for the the little guy, you know, little farm is in trouble. I mean, the guy that needs the tractor for, I mean, I don't know how big a farm is. Little farm anymore, hundred acres, maybe. And so I don't know if you've got a dairy farm. What do you? What's an average dairy farm size? I gotta look that up now. So if you had a hundred acres and you had a dairy farm, which isn't a uh, which isn't a you know you're not I know you're not farming soybeans or whatever. I get it. But if you had an av- a dairy farm with a hundred acres, you'd have a you couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so the average size is four hundred and forty-one acres. For a dairy farm. There are fifty-four thousand five hundred and ninety-nine to five hundred and ninety-nine farms that had nine point five million milking cows in twenty seventeen. Wow. Two million farms on nine hundred million acres. Wow. All right, we have to talk to Big Farm I realize the dairy farm is different I want to get Big Farm on the line right now I want to talk to Big Farm Don't shrug your shoulders at me Get Big Farm on the line I mean it Big Farm are you there I'm guessing Come on baby Come on Come on, it's there. It's just about there. Uh, come on. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Big farm. <laughs> now I was reminded in my ear when I'm screaming for I want someone from Big Farm on the line. I was I was asked the question. Who would that be? Uh, it would be this person? I got some cattle I'm driving to town. I don't think that's big Farm. I mean, he pretends like he's Mr. Farmer. Uh, no. No. No, he's not. All right, so since we were, you know, talking about John Deere and their new tractor that it uh, can run uh, autonomously, I'm sure the tractor that I fired up Probably doesn't sound like the new one, <laughs> but I've had vehicles like that before, man. And it's uh, it's a good feeling when it finally starts. I'll tell you that. Nothing better. Nothing. You know, I I would argue there's almost nothing better than the feeling you get when that thing finally fires up, man. Because you. I remember one morning. <laughs> I, I was out starting my car I had a 67 Oldsmobile I think it was I love that car man had like a 440 engine in it big mother humper I love that stupid car my first car in Florida I drove because uh, I had walked for a year when I first moved to Florida because I was I broke and uh, I finally got a car I paid $80 for it 80 bucks that's where I made eighty bucks for it. And uh, do you know how broke I was? I was working, at I just started working at winn Dixie. And uh, one of the managers there, you know, he knew I was walking every. I was walking everywhere. I walked back and forth to work. I was living on. I was living on Madeira Beach. I was working on Treasure Island. I was work walking the beaches. I mean, I was sometimes somebody would give me a ride. Most times, I planned on people not giving me a ride. I just was. I was going to walk and uh, he goes, well, look, I got a, I got an old car, an old, old automobile sitting inside of my house. My wife wants me to get rid of it. I'll sell it to you. And I forget what the full price was for it, but I was like, okay, but I mean, I, I can give you weekly payments, you know, like 20 bucks a week until I get to the full price, but that's how I can afford it. He goes, okay. So I gave him 20 bucks a week for a month. And he was like, just come and get it. So it cost me 80 bucks. Love that car. I made I made money on that car. Well, I probably broke even because I got I got hit, parked, by a drunken old white man, Sanford Oliver Pate. I can re- I'll never forget his stupid name. He was if you're related to Sanford Oliver Pate, you know I I'm not going to apologize because he was drunk and he was oh, he smashed into my parked car. I was in front of my I was, we we're inside my friend's house and I hear. Bam! this big slam out in front of his house and the Sanford Oliver paint slammed into my tail end of my car and I mean it was smashed it in the old trunk and I had to drive it for over a year like that <laughs> <laughs> I mean I didn't have any money can't fix it and so I took it to the insurance company his insurance company because I don't have any insurance I'll tell you that and uh and the guy comes out and he starts laughing. And I'm like, what are you laughing at, man? That's my car. He goes, well, i tell you what. He goes, you can drive it home and I'll send a tow truck and we'll, I'll pick it up, tow it out of there and we'll be done with it. And I'll give you, you know, 500 bucks. Or I'll give you a $300. I'll write you a $300 check right now and you can drive away. Write that check, baby. I'll take the 300 bucks and I'm out of here. You know what happened to that car also for the first week? When I drove home, you heard this, boom, 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 boom. and the one side of the car would kind of boom, hop up a little, boom, boom, boom. and I drove, I kept having to drive slower and slower until finally it wouldn't drive anymore. <laughs> and so I took the hubcap off, and, because, and I hadn't done that before, which probably was a, you know. Kind of a dumb thing not to do. But uh, I finally I parked it close to uh, close to my work, and I was like, I can't drive it anymore. It's not driving. So I take the hubcap off, and when Sanford Oliver Pate hit me, it jacked the lugs. You know, it jacked the whatever you call them, you know, the, the lug nuts, the tire, you know, what do you, the bolts, the nuts. Whatever the hell you call them on your tires, you know what I'm talking about. And so... I, it, those holes in the wheel kept getting bigger and bigger because was... I mean I had to get a whole new tire, a tire, not a, I mean a wheel, a wheel and a tire. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably broke even. And I used to buy used tires all the time. We'd buy, uh, I'd go to used tire places and buy, you know two dollar tires five dollar tires you can't do that anymore sad man america used to be america i've changed i could tell you i could drive around st peter i could drive around tampa bay uh tampa bay florida i mean tampa st petersburg clearwater the beaches i could drive around the greater tampa area and point out every place i changed a flat tire on man i drove that car for a long time man and just on crappy I always, ha- always had a, a spare in the trunk, and I was always ready to poop, hop out, jack it up, switch it out, and go. And have to stop by the, the used tire place, get another 2 or $3 tire, drive, have be ready for the next flat, man. I change tires all the time. That was, those were good days. You don't get those days back anymore. I'll tell you that. That's what America was America right there. it's quite a ways from John Deere anyway uh, I was thinking about got me thinking about the new CES awards you know the new stuff at CES because a bunch of companies pulled out and they're you know they cut the event short this year because of COVID Omicron but they you know I was looking at the reviews of what was really good at the new CES show this year and the best in show was this uh, Roborock the S7 Max V Ultra I mean, it's just a remote vacuum cleaner. But it has a little storage box container that I guess, you know, that means it's emptying itself. and So you don't have to worry about that being emptying. You just have to empty the containers. Eh, okay. I mean, if you don't have a wife. The best laptop it's got in here, the new Dell. <laughs> new routers. <laughs> new Chromebook. Like that. New Best computer accessory, the HyperX Cloud Alpha wireless gaming headset. Ooh. Might be good. The new, oh, the Samsung Neo QLED. That actually looks really nice. 8K. 8K. I can't even get 5K. All right, they're shutting it down. The airlines won't even let me get 5K. And Samsung is selling me 8K. All right. Samsung all over the CES. Man, they got the new Galaxy S21 FE. I want. I want that. want that bad. Uh, they got the Chippo card, Chippo card, yeah. Uh, re- motion blinds. I mean, okay, but if you if you've got a wife, and you got the Razor Blade 15, do you need the motion blinds if you have other humans in the in the house? I don't think so. I don't think. But computer monitors, ooh, I do. I would like the new sound bars though. I it's one thing I don't have that I wish I had was uh, the sound bar. And uh, even if you just get the, the even the full the base speakers and surround, because we the house I live in now uh, has the speakers in the ceiling, you know, for so I can get I can have you know s- surround sound speakers and there's four speakers in the living room ceiling, but the wires that come out to where the TV and entertainment system is, hey, eh? eh? hey. Yeah, I look at it a couple... I've looked at it more than once, and I pick up that jug of wires sticking out of the wall, and I'm like, ah. Ah. I'll stick with the TV. (laughs) So, I mean, the speakers are just like new, because they haven't been used, I'll tell you that. (laughs) But I want a soundbar, anyway. Uh, So then uh, we have... Oh, the the... Under the best health heading is the Withings Body Scan Scale. Uh, boy, I bet you that's a pretty penny. So it's got four sensors, four weight sensors. Okay, I don't need four weight sensors. All right, I only need one, and I already know what the sensor is going to say. Uh, look, look. I mean, thank you. It's exactly. It's not funny, by the way. I don't know why you. Anyway. uh, And I don't want a body scan. I don't want the scale. Uh, We can't scan the entire body. Move over to the right a little bit, please. And ooh, you are overweight. So it's got uh, four weight sensors, 14 ITO electrodes in the base, four electrodes in the handle. The body scan can perform a six-lead ECG, capture a segmental body composition analysis, and more. All of this information is then saved in a companion app that tracks your weight, assesses nerve activity, and stores all other measurements. Man, do I want that in my house? Does that sound like something you want? I mean it it is something you should have and want, but I mean do you want the body scan thing looking at you every day? <laughs> I already know The shape that this Athletically overweight human being is I I got it already I don't need the I don't need the Withings body scan scale Over there in the corner going Are you going to step on me today Are you going to step on me today there's a shirt hanging on the stand. Take it off, and then you step on me, okay? We have to assess you. Yeah, I don't want that. I do not want that. That's like, oh, no. No. No, baby. No, thank you. But, you know, if they want to be a sponsor. I'm all for Withings. I am 100% believer in Withings Body Scan. I'll tell you that. They want to be a sponsor of Chewing the Fat. I doubt. Although this is a perfect perfect reach for them with things body scan on chewing the fat uh I like it I didn't even do the story related to my car and the John Deere tractor that got me into my car story (laughs) I was just reminded because what got me thinking about that car that Oldsmobile which I loved by the way uh was I mean I was a free man finally with an automobile I didn't have to depend on other human beings I was so happy to have that car but uh what got me thinking about that car was the John Deere the, the tractor starting audio that I played you know this so uh, this was what reminded me <laughs> oh there's no better feeling when it turns over man Just think, if you're behind the wheel of your car, this is a tractor, obviously, but if your car is doing this, come on. Yes! Oh, even even if in the video you hear the guy go, yes! I mean, there's nothing better. Nothing, nothing better. Anyway, I remember in my car, I remember I was living on the beach at this, uh, uh, just a dump on the beach, and there was other little shacks, we were all a bunch of dumps together, and uh, I was up in the morning. I had to go to work, and I get in my get in the car, <laughs> and I did that for a long time, and it just never started. I was so bummed, but I didn't realize how loud it was. <laughs> There's an old guy living next door to me. He comes out. It's not gonna start. Stop trying. I mean, I could hope, right? I was I was praying that it would start, but it was apparently I attempted too long. Uh, <laughs> I can still see him leading out the door. It's not gonna start. Stop trying. Okay, I mean I know look it's Fat pile Friday and uh now I've got all I can think about is some of the uh events that have taken place in my first few years in Florida um man I mean there's there's an, I've got another when I was walking I, we would uh my friend's girlfriend had a vehicle and so she was how we got around a lot of times. And we went she would go to all these places all I mean, I learned Tampa Bay, the greater Tampa Bay area, before I started driving it. You know, I would just ride along. I was just go there for the ride. We went she would go to parties here and parties there, and we're going over to her friends here and I mean I was I don't have any money and I didn't have a vehicle, so you know, she would like, We're going, just come on. I was like, Okay. I'm along for the ride, and you know if we go places and they're giving away free food and drinks, I got no problem with that. No problem. Hey, let me let me hit you up for a cigarette too. And uh, I mean that's fine, but I, I, I that's how I learned. Tampa Bay man was just paying attention to where we were, or what happened. But I mean I I was stranded a number of times at different places and had to walk back to my dump on the beach at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you take rides from anyone at that point in your life so there have been a number of times when uh, things happened during the ride that you would say oh no i'm not going to do that i'll walk or yeah all right fine i don't want to walk tonight <laughs> 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 oh no that's all i'm thinking about I was, oh good you don't get those days you know that's when america was america damn it, it was it was right you know what i'm saying you know exactly what i'm saying no you not you 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 know exactly what i'm saying and I see, and we'll get to actually a real story now. I'll get off of it. I'm sorry. I was walking down some stupid memory lane. Because I was telling somebody the other day about my bus ride from Michigan to Florida. Well, that was, that was amazing. Because, of course, nah, I don't know, get into that whole stupid story. I'll tell you the bus ride story some other time. Because that's another 20-minute story. And they're already like, well, how many stupid little stories are you going to tell? I mean, why don't you do something worthwhile? All right. Well, I'll tell you this. How long have we been telling you that being fully vaccinated is just going to be up to date? It's not going to be the two shots. It's not going to be, do you have your booster? It's not going to be, you know, how many boosters do you have? It's just going to be up to date. And that's that's pretty much where we're at now. They're already saying the CDC wants to change that. So as of right now, if you got the double shot, you're still fully vaccinated technically but they are recommending that everybody get the boosters and that's why they, we talked about yesterday how they changed the timeline for Pfizer and Moderna stays the same I think it's 6 months and Johnson and Johnson is down to I think 2 months 2 months for the Johnson and Johnson if you if that's the vaccine that you got so now I mean it, it makes sense that if you're a believer in the vaccines and that's what you're, you know, you're in, you're going to get, you're in the system and that's what you're going to do, then you're just going to need to be up to date. You're going to follow the plan. It's going to be every six months. Now, they're not talking about every six months, though, right now. They're talking about, uh, well, I guess they are, interval recommendations, right? So it is every six months. So if you got the Johnson & Johnson, you're looking at getting a booster every two months, Oof. Oof. okay alright I mean nobody wants Omicron and I don't want you to get Omicron I don't want any of the crons <laughs> I don't want Ama or Mama or Daddy Cron I don't want any of the Krons. I don't want any, damn other, any family member of the crons I don't want any of it so if that's what it takes then that's what it takes